Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from New York, Joey Nochelprano. Good morning, Andrew. I like when we're both on the same time zone. Yeah. You know, and 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 normally when we're both on the same time zone. See, for you, you're like, you know, we usually go the, our typical standard, the most typical time is like 10 a.m. my time. 1 p.m. your time and you were like let's go a little early tomorrow and i was like early dude like everything's earlier than one o'clock your time you're like how about 9 30 a.m and i was like oh gut punch <laughs> sorry bro. let's do it let's do it i'll do it for andrew t ruther well it's it you know it's like it, it's good to get it out of the, i shouldn't say that i'm not out of the way but but like get this fucking over with bro well Are we done know, yet are we you know, done? You know, we, we, we got the, you got the whole day to do stuff. Yeah, I know this I is agree. a job. It's a fun job. Don't get me wrong. No, it's, it's a job. I agree. And what I'm going to do when we get this over with is immediately go back to bed. When did I'm you tired. get to New York? When did I arrive? Yeah. Um. So I, that's that's a big part of this. Me needing to go back to bed. So I flew out on a red eye Monday night and it's official. Forty three. I'm too old for red eyes. Can't do it. Also, fuck Delta. What what is with what is with the size of your seats these days? Like, isn't that, a, all, isn't that all airlines though? You know what? Here's the thing. I remain, and like this is this is gonna be the new Miller Light. I remain a JetBlue stand. Hey JetBlue, come at me, bros. Let's let's talk. Let's talk Turkey. I wanna I wanna pump your I wanna pump your airline for the 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 unofficial airline sponsor of the Dirty Sports Podcast. JetBlue, get my DMs. I now stand you, JetBlue. Okay, if you're going to do JetBlue, you need to do some sort of TikTok like Russell Wilson did for Alaskan Airlines. Yeah, exactly. I got it. I got it. I'm I you're you're absolutely right. I might have to I might have to make a viral TikTok video about how JetBlue is the greatest of all airlines. You know, they don't have a first class. That's the thing about JetBlue. They have mint, you know, it's borderline first class. A lot of people don't like that. It's like, who are you people who can afford first class anyway? What would you list? Okay, if you did a similar Russell Wilson video, what would you do for things? What did he list things he cared about? Yeah, but they were all Fs, so it was fly, like so he could go Eight flying family. at the end. What if I yeah. went like I had to do all Js so that the last one could be JetBlue? I'd be like juice jogging, <laughs> jogging, juice. And a picture of OJ. When you say juice, yeah. you point, and it's yeah, like a picture yeah. of OJ. Uh-oh, triggered alert. We're talking Russell Wilson again. People are upset. No, no, they're not upset. By the way, did you see, uh, I think a dirt ball slid into my DMs uh, and sent a couple of them, sent me the video of KJ Wright and Richard Sherman talking about Russ, basically explaining why they all hate him. I didn't see that. Yeah, basically they just said Pete Carroll babied him, and that was it. Well, look, guys, if you're going to do that, just slide into dirty sports or slide, send me those too. 
is, is Joe Battles a whooping cough? I mean, I mean, look, right? Because I'm kind of putting the show together. So yeah, send that to me, um, please. But to go back to your original thing, I'm just too old for red eyes these days. I didn't get enough sleep on the flight. The seat was too small. Some guy. How about this piece of shit? Let's. Can we talk? How big of a piece of shit is this guy? Let me just throw this out there. Now you you might you might there might be people out there like no that's totally reasonable. So I'm on a flight. I don't know what it is. I'm not a plane guy. We need Shabelli here. A seven sixty seven or something like that. Where's our Where's our airline intern? You're probably on a big plane. Is it so direct a, or are you going through somewhere? Direct. It's this. It's a two three two seats. You know, two seats on the outside, three in the middle, two on the outside again. So it's two aisles. It's big a big plane. plane. 767, I believe. Yeah. It's probably one of the triple seven. Triple seven's bigger, but yeah. Could could be wrong. Shaboring. Get in here and boring. Um, <clears throat> so I get on the plane, full plane. Dude, the the scene for an LAX to JFK red eye on a Monday night was wild. A lot of people in matching sweatsuits, a lot of Yeezys on the plane. I was like, are we all just Instagram models going to New York? What's happening? So I get on the plane, full flight. I have an outside aisle seat of the middle three. So I have the left aisle seat on the middle three. I I like to sit. I like to sit in an aisle with my left leg being able to extend into the aisle because of my injury, because I'm not rich enough for first class. JetBlue, get get at me. I will stay in mint forever. Um, So I get in. Plane fills up, doors about to close, all three middle seats empty. I'm about to throw up those armrests and have lay flat across the three middle seats. Doors close. Some <laughs> motherfucker, some absolute fucking trash bag. Oh man. Out of nowhere, jumps into the other side of the seats and sits. What? You can't just. I get it, bro. You were probably in a middle, but like, what kind of monster is buying a middle seat? Like, what do you do? You can't just. I was just about to lay flat. Get out of my row, bro. And so then I talked to him. Fucking, I was like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, can he do that? And she's like, Well, well. I was like, I was about to lay down. Why? Why didn't you? Okay. Why didn't you say to him you had a, a serious knee injury? Because he would have backed down from that. If you would have just been straightforward and been honest, no way. You'd be like, dude, I had serious knee injury. Yeah. And he's going to be like, what does that have to do with you needing to sleep laying flat across three seats? You can lie pretty quickly. Yeah. But anyway, ruin. Um, so then the whole thing. Now I've, I've, you know, I know you like to uh, occasionally take some medication on a flight. Um, I did not. I did not have any medication that would zonk me out. So I ended up buying like Tylenol PM and slamming a glass of red wine in hopes of sleeping. And then I'm just like drowsy, sit up, sleeping. I get to New York. I'm just like, I'm going to die. I got back here. I napped all day Monday or all day Tuesday. It's like, I'm just now recovered from that red eye. I'm too old for red eyes. Well, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you've gone this long. I used to do that a lot of times. LA to Cincinnati red eye same thing because it's always cheapest 
and I gave it up for the same reasons. I, I would, you know, you go, you go West Coast to East Coast schedule as far as time zone. It just it throws everything off. I li- I used to like it because it was like you get here and boom, you're you're ready to go. You're 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 starting. You don't miss a day. You travel when you should be sleeping. But yeah. I just can't live on like three hours of like janky sleep anymore. Too old for that shit. JetBlue, the unofficial sponsor of the Dirty Sports Podcast. Get at me in the DMs, guys. Come on. Let's get an airline sponsorship. That's the big four, right? Booze, cars, airlines. Like, let's go. We got to start checking boxes. We checked booze a long time ago. Presented by Miller Lite and JetBlue. I think the airline, that's like next level, though. The airlines are like multimillionaire athletes. Yeah. You're going to get like Spirit Airlines reaching out to you. I think everybody, no. Amtrak's going to send you a DM. Here's the thing. First of all, I I took an Amtrak recently and really enjoyed myself, but we just don't have a high-speed rail system in the United States of America. Otherwise, I would definitely stay in Amtrak. Um, But, you know, for so long, I was like, listen, this has to happen. We, you know, I stand Miller Lite. Like, I'm not going to do it. Just like I would never do one of those other not original light beers. I would never do Spirit Airlines. Spirit Airlines can get fucked. Honestly, at this point, Delta can get fucked. JetBlue or nobody. To be honest, Let's I almost go. think every airline can get fucked. Yeah. And, and, we, and, and, and you know, it's it's like anything in life. We just accept it. I know I've, I've fired off some tweets about it. It's like, we just accept it. Like, hey, we're going to treat you like cattle. You have no leg room. Oh, we're going to charge you an upgrade if you want some leg room. Yeah. We're going to charge you this for luggage. We're going to charge you this and that. Southwest, good good product, besides the fact that they make you line up literally like cattle. I'm a, I'm a Southwest stand. You know that. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm enjoying Southwest more and more because they go to a lot of the places I like, like those short trips, L.A. to Vegas, L.A. to Tahoe. Two bags fly free. I'm bringing my golf clubs. Forget it. I'm bringing my golf clubs even when I'm not golfing. Just J-I-C, as they say, just in case I golf. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta set an alarm for 24 hours before so I can check in the second that opens. Uh, I'm not in, you know, C60. And then I got a favorite thing about soft on the flight thing. and pretend I'm sick so that no one sits next to me. There's I, a whole, there's a whole acting career involved well, in getting well, your seats on, on well, Southwest. There is, but you know what I love when you go to the airport about Southwest is that people who don't understand the system. I still enjoy watching that unfold. Yeah. The people who don't understand. But then there's the people that do understand the system. And then you've got to watch everybody turn into Daniel Day Lewis and you're walking down the aisle and everybody's doing some some big acting performance. I'm sick. I'm tall. I'm asleep. They're just trying to get you to not sit in their row. So, dude, you've been on the plane for three seconds. You're sound asleep with the pillow out. <laughs> just asleep. Guy, this guy like peeking open through his one eye as he watches <laughs> people go by, waiting for a hot chick to come through so he can be awake again. Oh man, yeah, I've, I've had a, I've flown coming down the road. Some guys like I drink your milkshake. You're like, all right, I'm not sitting there. That's fine. <laughs> I drink it up. All right, I'm not sitting in your bro, buddy. Oh man. You know what's great too is if you have confidence, you just fucking line up wherever you want. Like the person who has like C twenty is like oh, fuck yeah. that. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going an eight. I'm going an A. 
Doing right yeah. now. Right. And, and and that's that's another move too. You walk up, you go, what are what are you? They're like A14. You you look at your thing, you're like F90. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm 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 A I'm A12. Just slip in there. Like, well, oh, okay. well, you, you no almost, one ever goes, can I see your boarding pass? Yeah, it's like it reminds me of that scene of uh, Indiana Jones and in, um when they're on the when they're on the blimp in uh remember when the Nazis are going around yeah. asking for the boarding pass? Like that that's basically what you have to do. You're like, no, seriously, I need to see it. <coughs> well, I'm just glad that I told you before we started the show, hey, I gotta go help my brother with his child today. So let's keep this tight. We open the first 13 minutes talking about red eyes and planes and flights yeah. and everything. Let's go. What else is there to talk about? Well, there's so much, Joe. We got a nice full, we got a nice full plate today on the Dirty Sports Podcast. I can I can I are we gonna are we gonna jump right into football, you think? No, I was gonna do other things and then go to football. Okay, cool. Great. I was ready to uh, uh, yeah, let's do it. I'll save I'll save my what I'm turned to say then for later. So it's football related. Yeah, it's football related. It's just one of the things. Hey, we'll go well, you know, we'll come back to it. Well, no, it's fine. Let's do the other stuff and then we'll go we'll go do football. Oh, you're teasing me. You're teasing me. You're teasing the dirt balls. What's, it's not what's... that it's it's not that big a deal. Okay. All I'm right. just wondering I'm just wondering if Vikings fans have canceled their Super Bowl plans or if they still already have flights did they already get their southwest flights to arizona and now they're trying to get, see if southwest does refunds because oh my god my dms were a my dms were an, an explosion after the week one win against the packers you've been doing this you've been doing us like this for years kirk will show you we got the call we're gonna we're winning a playoff game uh Guys got butt fucked by the Eagles. Gee, on fun Monday at football. You got embarrassed. Kirk Cousins. Well, that was like your classic Kirk Cousins game where he just completely melts down in the second half, throws some bad picks. You know, yeah, it was it was sort of your typical Kirk Cousins game in that he played a team that wasn't a bottom eight team in the league and took an absolute dump on the field. Yeah. Nice, nice job against the Packers week one in the NFL when anything can happen. Now just like back to normal. Packers fans just like, well, I I bought Super Bowl tickets. How do I how do I return these? Vikings fans. Vikings fans. What did I say? Packers, Packers fans. fans. Yeah. Sorry. You, you you took the red eye. Well, look, we'll we'll cover a lot of football. You took the red eye three days ago. Listen, we we'll give you a break. You, you get a three days there. three days ago. Some guy stole your seat. I sent Let's you go. I sent you the thing last night. The Joey Votto thing is one of the greatest things I've seen in a long time. Hanging out at the Red Stadium. Joey Votto, good guy. So he's been hopping on the broadcast a lot lately, too. Definitely preparing that career. Out for the season with an injury. Last night, the video went viral. He was in Great American Ballpark wearing a Barry Larkin jersey. Walking around the stadium, sitting with fans, taking selfies, talking to kids. My brother was at the game last night. Do you see Joey Votto? This is the best part. He did. He didn't like talk to him, but he saw, you know, because there was, I think if you look at the videos, there was maybe five people at the game last night. The Reds are trash. The Reds lost, have already lost 90 games again. Yeah. Yeah. So he said to me, dude, I, I, I don't know if he was messing with me. I don't think he was. So he was there for work. I'm not going to say his work, but they have a suite at the company he works at. So he was there probably hobnobbing with some clients or whatever. So Vado's walking around. And no lie, one of the guys in his suite that he was with, I don't know if it was a coworker 
or a client, whatever. He said they thought it was he was wearing a Barry Larkin jersey. Somebody thought he was Barry Larkin. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> what? My brother texted me. He goes, first of all, Barry Larkin would not wear his own jersey. Secondly, Barry Larkin's a 50-year-old black dude. <laughs> I don't even. Yeah, like what? Somebody in his suite thought thought Joey Votto was Barry Larkin. Because like cameras were falling around and he had Larkin jersey on? Yeah. Now Larkin does games. Larkin's the announcer, right, for the Reds now. Um, so he does the color commentary. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Did they just think Larkin left the boot? Again, what? What is happening here? Can you imagine like, being a there's Cincinnati- so few there's so few people at the ballpark that I feel like they should have allowed, they should have been able to spare security to escort that guy out of the ballpark. I'm like, sir, you're not allowed to be here anymore. A hundred percent. But he was doing that. And it was pretty cool. And I saw I saw a lot of videos, but it just reminds me as like a Reds fan that they've been so bad. Like, this is what we're clinging on to. So. Yeah. They, Joey Votto is your Eli Manning. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, Eli's I, out there fucking trying out for Penn State with like, you know, oh, it was great aesthetics on like, yeah. So the Reds have lost 90 games five times since 2015. Like, at what point does baseball, I, they won't. Like, do they get involved with, the, with these, these franchises? Like, dude, you've lost 90 games five times since 2015? You're yeah. trash. This is not good. Trash. This is why the NFL is just so great, because good teams come out of nowhere. Or you can rebound quickly. It's it's just it's abysmal. Now I have not gone to a game all year, right? And I didn't miss it. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't miss shitty baseball. Yeah, that I mean that's baseball for you. That's why. God damn it! That's why baseball's gonna die. It's slow, and they're it gonna is do dying. all their they're all their things, but they're just putting, you know, there's there's cracks in the dam, and they're putting band aids on it, and it's like I don't know if you guys know how fucking water works but band-aids don't stop it yeah no but but you're right that's why it's like you you have to figure these things out but andy next year there's gonna be a pitch clock be faster faster baseball your team is still gonna be terrible because your owner openly gets on a fucking hot mic before the season and goes we don't care about this baseball team so your team's still going to suck, but they're going to suck faster, Andy. Have you thought about coming to a Cincinnati Reds game? We suck faster. Yeah, that's like the, that's like that's, that, that should be Spirit Airlines fucking <laughs> Spirit Airlines slogan. We suck faster. By the way, I have to play this clip. This was before the season started. It's so funny now. This is a good, entertaining team, and I think you'll see that play out on opening day and throughout the season. So have a little bit of faith in what we're doing with your Cincinnati Reds. This is... I mean, <laughs> has there been a colder take? Dude, dude, you guys might lose 100 games this year. You, you have said that? Opening week? Like... And, and- and honestly, he didn't believe it. You could hear it in his voice. He's li- he's straight up lying to people. I know it's it's a shame, man. I just I just hope you know for Joey Votto's sake. I hope he. Uh, 
I know he's a border. How many, how many more? How many more fucking seasons we have of Joey Votto? Oh, he's done, dude. He's basically done. I mean, he got that injury last year. Like last year was his hurrah. I mean, he played ninety one well, when, games. When's that year. contract up? I think he's got two more years. Jesus Christ, Joey Votto. Jesus, Joey. I think he's a Hall of Famer, though. Now I'm biased because I'm from here. Yeah. But if you look at, if you, and I know I brought this up last year, to me, the guy you have to compare him to is his fellow Canadian, Larry Walker. Like, that's what you got to compare it to. And basically, they're, they're within 100 hits of each other. They're within 40 home runs of each other. Let me tell you what's, this is this is where we're at with sports and Hall of Fames today. I don't even really need to fucking look at it. Joey Votto will be in the Hall of Fame because at this point, all that matters is that fucking sports writers like you. And Joey Votto's a nice guy. And sports writers are like, literally, Barry Bonds has had seasons where he hit more home runs than Joey Votto hit in his career. But he'll never get in. And Joey Votto will be in on the first ballot. <laughs> I know. We the sports be- writers are fucking insane. Well, th- they are. They're ridiculous. Mike Lupica somewhere like, look at him. He's in the fucking crowd. He's in the crowd of people. Mike Lupica. Well, look at this guy. We're going to hang out with fans. What was that show the ESPN used to do? Sports reporters? <laughs> yeah. That was so far ahead of its time because that was a time where sports reporters weren't on TV. Yeah. And like then they, they had put their the four ugliest guys with the four worst hot takes arguing in a fucking room against each other. Who was it? It was Lupica, Bob Ryan, Bob Ryan. Yeah, uh, there were some other fucking dudes, but those those were those were two of the staples. I forget who else. But like that was the birthplace of hot take, round table hot take, sports yeah. media. Like people don't know, Stephen A. Smith has been around a long time. I remember him from the yeah. best damn sports show when he was a writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I think Stephen A. used to actually write. Yeah. Like that's funny to me now to think yeah. Stephen A. used to write editorial pieces for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Can, I just, my favorite part of that is thinking of Stephen A. Smith Typing. sitting down, t- sitting yeah. down an old typewriter, you know, donning his writing cap, his writing fedora. <laughs> Puts that puts his typewriter in front of him, fills the fucking cartridge. And then as he starts typing, he's like, the Philadelphia 76ers. These motherfuckers. Sorry, delete, delete, delete. These guys. And you're like, Jesus. His wife's like, what are you doing in there? He's like, I'm writing. That's what I'm saying. Scream, screaming at a at an old Commodore 64. Like I just remember him on Best Damn Sports Show. This is like early 2000s. And to be honest, he must he would have been young. Like I'm looking right now at his Wikipedia. I mean, he started writing for the Philadelphia Inquirer in 94. Yeah. He was in his 20s. 20 year old, 20-year-old Stephen A. Smith just screaming at a typewriter. That's hilarious. The thought of him typing. Yeah. 
Wait, wait. Stephen A went to. He attended the Fashion Institute of Technology for one year. Hilarious. Dude, this is all wild. Who knew this? So he attended the Fashion Institute of Technology for one year. Then he received a basketball scholarship to Winston-Salem State University, a historically black university in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We're well, not just black. We're historically black. <laughs> you go back in history books? Talk about Winston-Salem. Well, on the team, he wrote a column for the university newspaper. About what? I would love to read that. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Stephen A. Smith's college roommate? He's just coming home. He's like, this basketball program. And he's like, write a column for the newspaper, man. Stop screaming at me. You know what? That's a good idea. You got a typewriter? Listen, man, I don't own a typewriter. Do you mind if I just scream it and you type it for me? <laughs> Steven, I have my own homework. Man, shut up. Help me hey, out here. Can you imagine being Stephen A. Smith's roommate or being in the dorm next to him? How loud he'd be? Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's just that's that's the thought of him like showing up to like an English class. Yeah. And he's just yelling at the professor. And they're like, what are you doing, man? Shakespeare ass bitch. <laughs> What's with this art thou's? Man. I love that. Do you follow that Stephen A. Burner account on Twitter? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? No. You don't you don't know about this account? No. Oh, how do you not know about it? It's a great account. It it's uh I'm pulling it up. I wonder if I wonder if college Stephen A. Smith was just like real Stephen A. Smith and he's like, you know who wins and say on these start playing more? He's like Steve Johnson. They're like Steve Johnson's been hurt the whole year, man. Like he doesn't. He's not on the team. He's not on the roster. Oh, oh, okay. How about Hunter Henry? So they have. I don't know why they haven't posted since April twenty fifth. It's just called Stephen A. Smith Burner Account. The meme burner account for Stephen A. Smith. It's almost like a McCochran thing. They also have backups. All they do is post videos of wild shit Stephen A. has said, or just memes. It's, I mean, it's funny. I don't know why they haven't posted. I mean, this is, this is their last post. This is from April 25th. Green one day. I tell you. Orange the next. Orange. Pink shades. Looking like Zoolander and all of this other. I mean, you can't make this up. You can't make this up. I mean, this brother put me. He'll put Fabio to shame. I mean, you got to be kidding. What do you think he was talking about there? By the way, this, this, this I think this, we just this, created this. a new game. We just yeah. created a new game. What is I, I play a clip and then I ask Joe, what's he talking about? That's what Stephen you, A. Smith in college coming home from a frat party after some guy stole the girl he was with. This Zoolander looking motherfucker. He come in there. The shades on. Stephen, can you go to bed? Nah, man, you should have seen this, man. 
You're not even close. He's talking about Ben Simmons <laughs> sitting out game four of the playoffs and what he was dressed as. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try another one. See if you can guess what he's talking about. I mean, th these clips are so ridiculous. This, these, this one's too long. <laughs> I tried to listen, man. Look. Careful. I, I, I'm careful. I'm trying to be nice. I told y'all. That's not as good, bro. These are so ridiculous. Oh my god, that's gonna be a new game though. I'm gonna create that. Okay, I like Stephen it. A. Smith game. We I just play a clip and you you have to guess based on the wild rants, what the hell he's talking about. It might be time to bring back the uh, the custom ways directions too. might be time to do Stephen A. Smith. We did. We did. Uh, we did Coach O back in the day. You did. We, yeah, we did. The Dirty Sports Content Production Factory. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what Stephen A. Smith has to say about this. Uh, I mean, a Duca situation with Boston. How are you going to fumble the bag? With Nia Long. What are we doing? <laughs> I remember being in college. Winston-Salem State University. Historically black. Nia Long. We had a statue of Nia Long. Every historically black college in America. Jackson State. Prime will tell you. Ask Coach Prime. If you were HBCU. You got a statue of Nia Long in the middle of campus. Because you a black man in America? She miss America. She our Princess Diana. You going to be out here getting all up in the guts of Nia Long? You going to fumble the bag for an employee? For a Boston Celtics employee? What are we doing? So this came out last night that he had, this is from the athletic, he had an intimate relationship and consensual relationship with a female member of the team's staff. He's facing disciplinary action for a violation of organizational policy, according to the athletic and ESPN, blah, blah, blah. Obviously they went to the finals last year. They don't know how long this is going to take or be suspension. But uh, yeah, Twitter was on fire last night about that. Consensual. So it's just like basically the boss seltzer is like, yeah, man, we just don't do that anymore. Yeah, they're basically saying you can't be banging a uh, fellow employee. Just no, no coworker sex no more. Coworker and, sex is off the table. And especially if he is in a position where he's above her. Because then right. it creates problems, right? Because it's right. like. You can't punch down, as they say. <laughs> yeah. You can't fuck down. Yeah. You can only fuck up. Yeah. Oh, you done fucked up. All right. Fumble <laughs> in the bed. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it is a conflict of interest. They remind you, know, you fucking need along. You, you got options. You can fuck. Gabrielle fucking. You know, Dwayne Wade's like, you can go up that way. 
you can fuck the girl from Stella got a groove back. But otherwise, you fucking down. <laughs> Whitney Houston, she dead. Can't fuck her up anymore. <laughs> there are only so many queens <laughs> above Neil Law. Can't be fucking down. Can't be fucking down. Could fucking down. Fuck it up. Oh, man. I miss Stephen A. Stephen, can you go to sleep, man? I have class in the morning. I'm just saying. But please stop just saying. What I was about to say was it reminds me of the time when I worked at that hotel in Santa Monica and my roommate. You talk about a uh, conflict of interest. My roommate was the food and beverage manager of the hotel. Who's my roommate? He's making the schedule. Yeah. So obviously I already get some sort of favoritism. I'm his fucking roommate. Yeah. You, already you, you're having issues there, I'd argue. Then he started dating one of the other people who worked in the restaurant. Suddenly they were getting things and you you went to management. You're like, listen, we need to talk about this inappropriate relationship. <laughs> yeah. Even though he was my roommate. And I remember just thinking, like it is wild how much things changed. I remember, I remember talking to him like, he's like, well, you know, I met with the general manager and he knows I'm dating her, but like, there's not, I'm like, well, what do you mean? There's nothing they can do. I was like, dude, I don't care. You're literally in charge of everything for us. You're our manager. You're in yeah. charge of the restaurant. <laughs> there's something they could do. They could say, you got to stop banging one of the waitresses. And that didn't end well for the record. That was a, uh, a very odd ending of that relationship to me coming <laughs> home and him having country music playing with a candle lit while he uh, was crying. And I shouldn't be laughing, but like, I got friends in <laughs> low places. And you're like, what the fuck is happening here? You want to hear what happened? This is actually pretty funny. I come home from work like a long day of like, you know, room service, waiting tables, being on my feet, blah, blah, blah. And I used to always just steal food from the hotel, like yeah. just blatantly from the kitchen that, you know, they prep all these like nice meals and I would just take them. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just going to take them and I'm going to go home. And I'm going to throw whatever you prepped as the chef. You know, there's a head chef and throw it in my oven. So even though he's my roommate, he never said anything. He was like, yo, dude, this is like money that comes out of the pocket of the hotel. Anyway, so he comes home and he's he's literally holding like a bottle of Jack Daniels, a gentleman's Jack. And he's got country music playing, no TV on and a candle lit. And he's like, and you kick the door up and you're like, you want some of this salmon? <laughs> dude, that's basically what happened. I came home with the multiple chicken milanese that were breaded by the chef. And I was like, yo, I'm going to come home and crush that shit. And I come home and he's like, huh, she broke up with me. And he's crying. And I'm like opening the oven and like preheating it. And it, <laughs> and it was, bro, it was like, you know, I, bro, I've been where you've been right now and I can see you're down. But you know what always helps? A little chicken milanese. Get over <laughs> here, guy. Didn't say a fucking word. Finally, he's like, can I get a hug? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, like, can I get a hug? I was like, I can give you a hug, bro. Now, this chicken milanese is bomb, son. How much Thank God he had Andy Ruther as his roommate. You know, got himself a chicken milanese and a hug. 
Could have been worse. Could have had Stephen A. Smith. Uh-huh. <laughs> ass. Wake up. Oh, too fucking funny. So in other NBA news, the owner of the Suns is going to sell the team. Yeah, we talked about that. Didn't is not what I said, Andy. What's that? Remember, we were talking about, oh, like, uh, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and Donald Sterling and this. And then they're talking about. And I said, it's early. It's early. We're in the off season. I was like. Everybody's complaining. Oh, this guy, he's not going to sell. They can't force him to sell. Blah, blah. I was like, it's early. Everybody just wait. Well, the, the, what happened was one, they started just losing sponsors. Right. And the second thing, the, the, one of the minority owners who had the second highest stake publicly said, you got to sell the team. And that person's probably worth, a shit ton of money too right so he had pressure yeah but i don't feel bad for him he bought the team and i looked in 2003 or 2004 for 400 million they'll say it'll you know forbes estimated at 1.8 billion so it could be closer to past 2 billion yeah like dude your return on investment is five times what you bought it for not even 20 years ago yeah like that's your consolation prize you said racist fucked up shit you get billions of dollars for it yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me with, with all the pressure no. that was on. No. And good. What I mean, congrats to the new owner. Can't wait to see who that is because you're getting a franchise in, in good standing at the moment. Can we give uh, can we give Randy Ruther some courtside seats? Yeah. Not can the we Randy- have a new owner? Dude, he was in my dream last night. It's wild. Randy? Randy. Like, wow. Not even as Justin. He is like Randy. It's it's by the way, it's uh, 719 on the West Coast. I don't know what time it is in Arizona. They haven't decided whether or not it's daylight savings time or not. But it's somewhere between 719 and 819 where Randy Ruther is. You just said you had a dream. He just sat up in bed like the undertaker. He's just like, <laughs> what? he just got it was like the bat signal. He just got chills. Somebody walked over his grave. It was so weird. Randy Ruther's about to be in the comments. He's like, I don't know why I'm here, but I felt like I had to check in on the dirty sports this early in the morning. I just woke up thinking about you, Andy. It was like, like I was thinking about you, Randy. It was like a house. It was, it wasn't a house. It was like by where my parents' house was, where I grew up. And we were in a stadium, which was essentially the Bengals stadium. But it was like, all these people were coming. I have a joke that guys don't ever talk about their dreams, but. Andy Ruther is the exception to that fucking rule. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I always talk about my dreams. And he was in the stands. And I was like, like the field was over here, but I couldn't see the field, but I wasn't in the stands. And he stood up and uh, it was the first half. And I don't know who the Bengals were playing, but they were losing 50 to 33 at halftime. It was like, yo, nobody's playing defense. 50 to 33 at halftime. And he stood up and he was in full Bengals gear. And in front of like, thousands of people he like yelled at me like it was like my fault jesus your dreams are weird it's like an empty and then the whole stadium goes dark and the booming can randy ruther get a who day <laughs> you're like what the fuck is this dream about it was weird man maybe because he was in my head because he texted me yesterday he wanted to know who i was taking for the Bengals jets game like maybe that was it maybe Maybe was it right before you went to bed? No, it wasn't right before I went to bed. He was like texting me in the afternoon. 
Do you, do you want to hop into some some NFL? Sure. Before we do that, Joe, quick reminder that everybody needs to hop on Prize Picks. All right, Prize Picks. Me too. It's the official I'm a daily big Picks fan fantasy partner of our show. I got Prize Picks. Prize Picks right now to make my Thursday night. Me too. Play. So we look at our play on Prize Picks tonight. Again, I love doing the quarterbacks. This is a fun one. Let, let's just start with this play. Mitch Trubisky, more or less than 191 and a half yards. Going less? Me too. And and Jacoby Briscoli, do we go over? He's at 180 and a half. I go in over. Placed. Yeah. Placed. Wow. Done. Placed. Trubisky less than 191.5. Jacoby more than 180.5. So hop on prize picks, guys. A quick reminder that all first-time users that deposit and use our code DIRTY, that's D-I-R-T-Y, will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So you deposit 100, you get 100 back. Deposit 50, you get 50 back. Math, it's fun. Let's do it. Go over to prize picks right now and play daily fantasy sports with us and make sure you use promo code dirty when you sign up. Are you excited for this Thursday night game? A lot of people are excited for this game. I'm not really that excited for this game. Mostly, I know I hate to like it's beat a, a dead game. horse here. Yeah, but like not a, not exciting as far as quarterback play goes. No, and that that's what makes it less exciting. I agree. I think the I think the Steelers gotta start to pick a transition by like midseason. Just give the kid a fuck. Let's get the kid in there. They're chanting for him. I've been arguing with Eddie Ift. He's a big Steelers fan. He's returned to the Steelers bandwagon now that Rapeless Burger is gone. He's like, nah, I think they should sit him. I'm like, well, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You haven't watched football in your whole life. So I think they need to go. I didn't think they need to make a Kenny Pickett like week seven, week eight move. Yeah. Well, you never we'll know. See. You never know. So the first so the first two games, they, I mean, they, they just have the training wheels just straight on Trubisky. They're, they're basically saying, don't turn the ball over. We're going to do everything short. We're not going to take chances downfield. Mitchell Trubisky is who we thought he was. Like, th- there's like this. The Bears started the Trubisky insanity. This guy went to North Carolina. He wasn't even good there. You take him two overall. You're insane. What were you guys thinking? Never yeah. made sense. Then, you know when I knew for sure Mitchell Trubisky was just straight up bad? Dable comes to the Giants. We have a quarterback issue. He's had Trubisky in Buffalo as a backup the last year, and he's like, we're good on that. They're like, but you have a quarterback problem. He's like, we don't. No, I'm good. What about your boy Trubisky from Buffalo? He's like, I'm fine. I'll do Daniel Jones. It's fine. We'll get Tyrod Taylor. They're like, but you didn't coach Tyrod Taylor last year. He's like, I know. That's why we're not doing Trubisky. Yeah. I've seen him in person. It's a disaster. He's just not bringing anything to the table right now. Remember when there was Trubisky um, MVP stands? Who were those delusional people? I don't know. There's a guy who wrote a book about Jameis Winston. Like, what are we talking about? People are insane. By the way, update on that. 
this is amazing. So Jameis one of one now DMs me all the time. Just this, the wildest. Please read some. I, so I haven't opened them here. Let me, let me, let me open. I don't open them because I don't, I don't even want to engage the insanity. Let me ask this. Do you think Jameis, I was thinking this. Do you think Jameis one of one watched or listened to our last podcast? Like, do you think, do you think he is aware here's, of what here's you his said? Rant. Joseph, you strike me as some 50 to 55 year old guy who's either never been married at all or has a failed marriage or two in his past and now lives alone with his goldfish, goldfish, tries to find fulfillment in one night stands and getting drunk. No, he did a, not. He did I not. I swear to God. What is happening? A, and just lives a completely pathetic life devoid of any true peace and joy. Am I close to the mark? People like you make me sad, and I am sincerely praying for you. God didn't create you, and Christ didn't die and rise for you just so you could be a loser living a pathetic life. Repent on your sins. Give your life to the Lord and strive to do his will. I swear dude, to God, this, these are messages. That, this, this, dude, so this, this is, this is un- why. So this is taking a turn. This is unprovoked, just random, insane so, DMs. This is insane. So now, so now we're to the. You're stage. that one dude. This is a random. This is like hours later. This is, by the way, this is one a.m. It's one a.m. in the morning. So, so let me ask you're you. You're that this. dude who has more, who was more intelligent than his relatively unintelligent parents, has a one ten to one fifteen IQ, a bachelor's degree, and really thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Then he meets someone like me. With 153 IQ, six advanced degrees and enough wit for 10 people and becomes jealous, enraged and starts acting like a lunatic. Aren't you, Joseph? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just stop there. So so Jameis one of one. Dude, this is fascinating. Jameis one of one is That's now one of like a thousand of these DMs that I've gotten and have not opened. Guessing your IQ. Listing his IQ, claiming he has six advanced degrees. Dude, this is such insanity. You're like the little slow kid who has had his hand bit by his dog 100 times. It keeps getting his hand bit by his dog. You'll likely never be able to win a battle of wits with me, bro. You're not even remotely close to my level as a debater, let alone an intellectual. Somebody find out where he lives. I'm putting that out there. Somebody get this dude's IP address. I want I want to know what state he's in. Somebody figure this out. This is fascinating. How many of these? May you one day know the peace and joy that comes from giving your life to Jesus Christ. See, this is what's fascinating. I will pray for you sincerely. This is what I don't understand. So he belittles you, like from a psychological perspective, he belittles you, calls you a loser is questioning everything about you with the same <laughs> token saying accept jesus that's normally yeah. not a tactic of a person he's a trying- fucking crazy person that's bro. what i'm saying that's normally not a tactic. i, I didn't even dm him when were you sent i unblocked him just i had him blocked for years i unblocked him just to send him that message the last week after Jameis took a hot steamy disgusting diarrhea dump on the field and single-handedly lost the game for the saints and suddenly, not only is he replying to me weirdly with the same fucking gif over and over and over, but then he's just like sending creepy fucking Jesus messages and IQ test messages, just DMs. I haven't even opened them. Like it, you know, you have to accept. Like when somebody, yes, when 
you, I, I, I have not accepted his DM. I'm just reading them, but it says like he will. Never I don't think know. he knows that. It's obvious if you look at his Twitter, he's an older person because he doesn't know how to use social media. Yeah. Based on the emojis he uses and based on the gifts he uses. He's like a dude in his mid to late 50s who's just learning Twitter. Jason you know, me. you know me. I love I love I love to fu- fucking. I love to troll battle, but like, but we, but we need a plan attack here. Like, I think we have a plan like this guy, this guy, this dude, like. Honestly, but you but let me put it this way, you triggered, I'll say this. Here's what here's here's what I suspect. And I don't know if this is true. I suspect he listened or watched last episode where you went on scorch the earth with him. I think that's what triggered this. Were these sent after our podcast dropped? I don't know. Yeah, probably. So I think he watched that. And then I and I and I said to him too in a in a tweet. I think this you you brought up a good point. You brought up a good point and I used it because I had I had actually not never used this with him before. I said you're the only reason I'm the, I am the only reason you exist. And he went fucking crazy, bro. See, exactly. Cause I'm right. Was, it's true. And, and he was like, I, you're the only reason I exist. And then he listed all the people. And the first one was fucking barstool. And I, and I, and you can look at these tweets are public. I was like, bro, I have, you want to see a DM from the cat DM to you. Yeah. And, and said, hey, called him a lunatic. Him and called him a lunatic and and apologized for bringing him on essentially yeah. yeah and and wanted us to know that they weren't stealing our content and whatever yeah, but he was like sure. I, he goes this lunatic or whatever it was this weirdo he called him a weirdo when i showed him a dm of the guy that he now like thinks he's boys with calling him a weirdo he fucking spiraled and the dms just started flying in so yeah so this makes sense the fact that you tell him, hey, dude, you had 300 followers. We make a video. You become a thing. And he's like, all these podcasts. And I was like, those are all because of our video. You And I go moron. here. The very first example you gave. Here's that guy telling me he only knows about you because of me. I I made you. Yeah. And he lost his mind, dude. And now I'm getting Jesus Christ DMs. <laughs> Dude, this took a turn I was not going to see. I was not seeing this turn. Wow. Like hundreds of DMs. And a lot of them, I think, are gifts and picks. But unless you accept, you can't view those. You know what I mean? Maybe you can't. View media. Yeah. The last thing he sent me is like a gift that says tacky classless. And then one that says repent. And then one that says, you need Jesus. I mean, this person is is no lie. Like, again, obviously, I'm not a psychologist. I think this person would be 100% classified with some sort of mental disorder. Oh, that'd be a fun thing. Can we get a psychologist on to, like, help us break down what's going on there? That'd be fun. That'd be There's fun. some sort of mental disorder going on. I mean, this is, like I said, it doesn't make sense to belittle you, to demean you, but then also say, welcome, Jesus. Normally, the tactic of those people is... Sympathy with kindness and empathy. Exactly. Like, Hey man, yeah. I know you're going through a lot. I, I You're struggling. I'm here for you. I think maybe if you turn to Jesus, turn to the Lord, like that's more of the approach, not, Hey, I'm smarter than you. You're dumb. You're a loser. Also, he doesn't understand Google. Like he's saying things about you a lot that he could figure out by literally Googling you, Googling yeah. your standup, Googling your social media, Googling your website. 
This is why I think he's an older person. He definitely is. He's definitely someone in their mid to late fifties or older who doesn't understand how this works. This has taken such a turn. This is wild to me, bro. You know how much joy I get in this, right? It, it, you know me. I love triggering fucking trolls. I get as much joy too because he definitely heard. I love it. Show. I love it when I like. I'll, I'm going to shout him out. What's our boy's name? What's what's Slubadub's name? Slubadub at this point sends me every single one of his podcasts, begging me to listen to it. And, I'm, and I, I literally write back like I'm. I was like, "Are you insane?" Like, is is the racist MAGA troll I blocked on Twitter now sending me Facebook DMs trying to get me to watch his podcast? I was like, what kind of mental illness do any of you people have? Well, he sends me those, too, by the way. I know. But I was like, are you out of your mind? It's like, bro, the only reason I know who you are is I had to block you on every single social media account because we wouldn't start stop talking about the wall. Like, what the fuck are we talking about, dude? Can you imagine waking up one day and be like, you know who needs to hear my podcast? That fucking that other podcast host who's blocked me on every social media. I'm like, what's wrong with you people? I can't believe he's DMing you all these things. Like, I just can't get over this. This James one on one thing. Like, I can't get over this. This this is absolutely nuts to me. Oh, I want to know who it is so badly. What's crazy is when I get murdered by an internet troll, like n- barely anyone's going to care, but there are, there are, they are going to make a weird Netflix documentary about it one day. I want to know who he is so badly. I don't think whoever Jameis one one is, is smart enough. Like, what do you think the Netflix documentary about Jameis one of one murdering me is going to be called? I think Joseph one of one overthrow. Yeah. <laughs> Overthrow the Jameis one on one story. Yeah. Doesn't he overthrow all? Like, have you noticed that with Jameis? He's he's one of the quarterbacks who just overthrows his guys, man. Like, like a lot of you, his picks or his pick sixes, you're just sailing these passes. I, I have a question for you because I put it out there to him and we talked about it how many years now. Does Jameis get benched for Andy Dalton this season? No. No. I think yes. You think you think he does? I think he gets benched. And I think and I think here's what's going here. You want to know how fucking psychotic Jameis one of one is now? I actually know the spin. He's gonna be like he's hurt. That's gonna be the spin he uses that he's hurt. But I think he gets benched for Jameis. I think he goes. I think he goes full. He who he who shall not be named. I think he gets benched for Andy Dalton. And he goes, he who shall not be named and claims it's because of injury. Because every internet troll uses the same, pulls from the same toolbox. Well, it's again, it's just crazy that we're in year eight. We're in year eight, man. Yeah. Like you're, I don't, it doesn't mean guys can't turn around their career at quarterback. We've seen late emergences. We've seen uh, like a Rich Gannon. He won an MVP late in his career. Doesn't mean it can't happen, but the shelf life and what have you done for me lately is 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 it's it's shorter now more than ever, is my point. Like if Jameis doesn't bounce back and have a productive year this year, who's gonna want to take him? Nobody is the answer. Nobody. 
you're only allowed so many retreads as a starting quarterback. Yeah. And the irony is that Andy Dalton was a retread. We didn't even pick that Brown Steelers game yet. No, four, four and a half. It's too big for me. You get two <laughs> shitty quarterbacks, two good defenses. Why is it four and a half? I don't Where know. is it? It's in Cleveland. I'm doing it. I'm going to take Cleveland. You're taking Cleveland based on what? That's interesting. Defense. But they both have good defenses. Yeah, I know. But Trubisky's so fucking bad that against a good defense, I could just see it, it's just it's just going to be a turnover bonanza. I think I think the I think the Browns just kick their ass because I just think the Steelers had their Super Bowl week one against the Bengals. That's it. That was their shocker. I'm out on I'm I'm out on Mitchell Trubisky. You know you know me. I'm by no means a Jacoby Briscoli fan. No. Old no. Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Not not my guy. No. But he's also there as a backup. Sure. I actually right. think I actually think that. I mean, my, we did we, again with the Mike Tomlin. You you to me. You start Mitchell Trubisky for six games in the NFL. You're an overrated head coach. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think they cover. Let's go. I have no idea how we're even doing on our picks so far. I think I'm up by one. It's been very close so far. We were even week two because I think you were up one on week one. I think we were. I was up. I was up two heading into Monday Night Football, and I took both dogs and lost both. That was huge. Because you would have been, you would have lost four points that week if the if you could have lost both of those. But Kirk Cousins did his thing, and Titans Ryan Tannehill did his thing, and Kirk Cousins Vikings fans woke up today with candles lit from last night and country music still playing. Houston at Chicago. The Bears are two and a half point favorites. You're up first. I have some things to say about Justin Fields. Um, okay. I'm going to take the Texans to win the game. Yeah, it's funny. That's what I was about to say. Joey, no chill slash dent head money line pick of the week. I know it's just year two, the start of year two. I just don't, I don't get a feeling Justin Fields is going to work out in the NFL. I just don't. Whether that's a Bears problem, because obviously they haven't done well. I think it's a Bears problem. I think it's it's hard to judge a guy. It's like, what's going on at Bears? Like, name a skilled player on the Bears. You're right. I I mean, the Bears I, I the Bears have the Bears have absolutely no team personality right now. No. What are you guys? Yeah, you're honestly, right. no. the Bears. The Bears right now are a shitty home field, like the actual turf. That's what they are. They're like any given week is going to be determined on like the quality of the grass. That's insane. Yeah. Like we beat the Niners. Yeah, but it was raining. You're right. 
And and Davis Mills is like like he keeps Davis Mills is like the low key fucking uh the low key like what's what's the phrase like underdog hero. Yeah. He's like he's like you I've come fit. around. I've come around in Davis Mills. Yeah, he's the new he's the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's the new Grow Fitz. beard Davis Mills. Grow beard and get that Harvard degree. Yeah. All right, next up, the Titans really just laid a stinker, man. They really laid a stinker. They're at home against the Raiders who choked away that game. Titans are two-point dogs at home. Now, they were 10-point dogs on the road. They didn't cover. They're two-point dogs at home. What's going on? Some, one of these teams has to go 0-3? Yeah. That's fascinating. One of these teams Titans, has to go. Oh, Titans, two-point dogs at home? Correct. It's tough, dude. It is a tough one. And like you said, it's tough that one of these teams goes 0-3. I think the Raiders win that game. It's got to be. No, Why? I can't. I don't know. Why does it got to be? Oh, well, look, I technically have to go first. Okay. I think the Titans win. I think the Raiders fall to 0-3, and suddenly everybody's calling for Josh McDaniel's head. That's my take. I'm going to take the Raiders. Then. I'm going to take the Raiders to win the game, only because, like, here's the thing. What I could see as more likely, here's, I, I always try to think about, like, what's the storyline and, like, which one plays out more like. So, to me, in my head, here's what's more likely. The Raiders win a game. The Raiders start putting it together a little bit. The Raiders are still have a disappointing season and go fucking, you know, eight and nine or whatever. The Titans start 0 and 3. The Titans make a change. The Titans go on some wild run. And the Titans are back in the mix, too. That to me is more a more likely two team storyline. Then the Raiders go 0-3. Josh McDaniel starts spinning off the earth. Like, I mean, it's, it is the Raiders, but that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the Raiders win this game, and it sets off the two-point They cover the two-point spread. Yeah, because okay. I think you, you, you okay. win. You. All right. Well, I'm going to go Tennessee. I, and you know what? I think that's what Tennessee needs. Let's get the other quarterback in there. Yeah. If you start on if you start on three, you have you just have a you have a free pass to bench Danhill, right? You do. They won't though. Why not? Just see what happens. They won't. Trust me, they won't. Kansas City at Indy. Tougher in tougher Indy because they they lose this game. They're 0-2 and one. Five and a half Chiefs favorites. I just don't know what's going on right now with, with Indianapolis. Well, what's going on right now currently is they're running into the buzzsaw Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City's going to hammer them. You think? Five and a half's too, are, you, are you on the five and a half's too big? Now, Andy Reid has had time. This is a Thursday to a Sunday game. I'm, so I'm taking the Chiefs. So he's like 10 plus to days. win and cover. 
Nothing right now tells me the Colts are going to play. I think it's a big spread, but I also don't trust the Colts. And also Andy Reid, like I said, on a 10-plus days to prepare, I got to go with the Chiefs. All right, next up, two 2-0 teams. Buffalo travels to Miami. Man, Buffalo is really riding high in these spreads, and they're covering. They're six-point favorites down in Miami. It's a big spread. I think Buffalo wins. I think the Dolphins cover. Six is a lot. I think this is a good game. I also think Buffalo has such a great defense. Two is going to have his hands full. Mike McDaniel's going to have his hands full as a play caller. Should be a fun game to watch, though. Yeah. <clears throat> does Buffalo just does? Is Buffalo one of those? I mean, we've seen these teams historically, especially in you know, I would say the last twenty years or so. Is Buffalo one of those teams that just boat races everybody, and we're just like, this team is so good. I think they're going to beat a lot of teams soundly because they have an offense and a defense. They're the best all-around team in the NFL, I would argue. I think most people would heading into the season. They were the hot pick. Obviously, I picked them to win a Super Bowl. I picked them to win a Super Bowl last year. I still think they would have won it last year if they didn't blow 13 seconds that final game. I think this will be a tight game, though. But so I wouldn't be... I'm going to take Buffalo. I'm going to take Miami to cover, but I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo fucking beat them by two touchdowns. Yeah. I'm going to take Miami to cover too, just because it's in Miami. Yeah. This next one's a good one for discussion. Detroit, the team of grit against your boy, Kirk Cousins. The Vikings are a six-point favorite. And I missed this call last episode. Dan Campbell actually called into our show Monday morning. Oh, great. Let's listen to that. Yeah, he called in Monday morning. So let's hear what the coach had to say. Joe and Andy, man, it's Dan Campbell. I've been listening to the Dirty Sports Podcast all preseason. You guys talk a lot of smack about me, man. You know, one guy calling in saying I'm like a drunk rocket scientist or something, man. And you don't understand, man, because here's the deal. What I'm doing is talking to these guys. It's like a different language, man. I'm speaking to CTE-riddled players, man. I'm an ex-player. I'm dealing with players. You guys don't get it. You never had – you haven't been in, you know, 30, 30-mile-an-hour 30 car crashes a game, man. So what I'm doing is I'm speaking CTE. That'd be like – you speaking Espanol to me. I don't understand it, and I get you don't understand CT, man, but that was a gritty win, and we got at least 10 more of them, 11, 11 and 6, 17 games, I believe. So we're going to get after it, man. We're going to be gritty, man, and we're going to get it. I'm going to go play some Metallica, man, and get ready for practice. That's a pretty good Dan Campbell. That's a solid Dan Campbell. I'm not like going to lie. Like, a, lot I think it's a, of, a lot of dirt balls have over the years have called in and tried to do an impression of somebody, and most of them are goddamn train wrecks. That was great. That one, that was good. I liked that was, it. That was really good. That's Shout a out, good do, Dan we, do we know who was behind that call? I do know. know who it is? Great. I do know. Do you want me to reveal him? I mean, I don't know. Is, it, is there a reason to hide it? It's our farmer dirt ball. Oh, hell yeah. Solid Dan Campbell. Bravo. Yeah. yeah. Bravo. 
I, I like it. I, th- I think it's good. And he's convinced me. He has. And he yeah. uses the man just like Dan Campbell. He sounds yeah. like it. That's a good Dan Campbell. I'm going to say this, Andy. This is crazy. You know I don't believe in Dan Campbell. You know I don't believe in the Detroit Lions. You know I don't. You know I've sold. I've sold. I've, I was a seller of the of the Detroit Lions. I, I have convinced dirt balls on the Can't under. Can't wait to hear this. But I believe in the Detroit Lions grit more than I believe in Kirk Cousins being able to beat anybody on any random day by six points. Oh, we, we, yeah. Six is ridiculous. Well, I, I I'm taking the Lions to cover. Me too. This is going to be a close game. This is going to be a close game. I'm a hundred. Lions could win this game. I agree. I'm taking they the Lions could. to cover. Yeah. I don't think they will. No. I, I saw, and I didn't. I didn't have time to read the article before the show. But just this, uh, this just this, you know, week in and week out. It's gonna be a lot of young Andy Ruthers out there walking into fucking apartments with chicken Milanese. Some guy sitting there in a fucking a hat with horns. Listening to Brooks and Dunn. You all right, buddy? You all right, buddy? No. No. Captain Kirk, let me down again. Vikings fans. Dude, it's crazy. You look at the NFC North. You got Packers. Bears fans at this point are just like, we don't know. We're just hoping that we're just hoping you come to town and you shred your knee on our fucking shitty grass. And then you have two of the most delusional fan bases in the NFL. Well, I Lions, t- fan, Lions fans think old CTE face is going to turn the fucking franchise around. And Vikings fans from week to week will com- will convince themselves Kirk Cousins is an MVP candidate. Michael Irvin picked him for the MVP. I haven't had time to read this article, but I saw this. This morning in the athletic, the headline says why the Lions old school offense is the antidote to modern NFL defenses. Which, again, made me laugh because I think of what's the game plan, but it seems to be working two weeks. I'll just read the first few sentences. Two weeks into the 2022 NFL season, the Lions have the NFL's most explosive, one of the most explosive offenses, leading the league in points per drive and points per game. I love this. This is classic Dan Campbell. In the age of analytics and airing it out, Detroit head coach Dan Campbell's old school approach and commitment to running the ball stands in contrast to most of the league, and it's working. It's working for two weeks. They're one and one. Against the commanders and who? The Eagles. They right. also were they also were down double digits most of that game against yeah. the Eagles. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like what we, you know, like. They lost by three, but like you're down double digits most of the second half. I do. I agree. I think they cover, though. I think they make it. Close. I, be, I don't believe in the Vikings or the Lions, but I believe in the insane, ludicrous concept of grit more than I believe in Kirk Cousins. Correct. Agreed. All right. Next up, Ravens Patriots. This one's in New England. The Baltimore Ravens are two and a half point favorites. I don't know if I'm first or if you're first. I don't know either. That's why I was sitting there just waiting. I am going to. Hmm. So this is a tough one because the Ravens are putting up points. Lamar's having a great year. 
defense looks sus. And again, it's not like the Patriots have an explosive offense. Do the Ravens start one and two? I say no. Kind of like last scenario. The Patriots are more like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots start one and two and then win four in a row. That wouldn't surprise me. I say the Baltimore Ravens win and cover at two and a half. It's in New England. I know. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Baltimore wins and covers. I mean, I I don't love, I like I like a Bill Belichick against a uh, against the Lamar Jackson, but no, the Ravens just the Ravens historically do okay, do okay against the Pats. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Ravens to win and cover. I don't love okay. it. I don't love it. All right. I don't want to get I don't want to get burned by my. You know. No faith in Lamar Jackson, but okay. So well, I'm let not, me ask not, you this: I'm not going to get burned on that. Today. I'm on prize picks right now. Let me ask yeah. you a prize pick question. Yeah, for that game with a boy, Lamar Jackson, on prize picks right now, they have 215 and a half passing yards, mm. more or less for Lamar. So the bar has been set really low. I'm gonna still, I'm going to still say under. I think he gets a lot of rushing yards. I think he goes like 195 and 90 or something like that. Oh, uh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Defensive game. Okay. All right. The Bengals Jets. This is what Randy Ruther was all concerned about. What is Andy Ruther going to do? The spread was four and a half yesterday. It's up to five. Bengals are it's five. In Cincinnati? In New York. Now, let's remind everybody. The Jets beat the Bengals last year, which was the epic Joe Prano. They're not contenders. I believe they fell to like seven and six or whatever the record was at the time. We all know what happened. They made a Super Bowl run. They, of course, didn't win. They struggle. They always struggle against the Jets on the road, like historically. The curse of Boomer. Yeah, so they struggle. I can go first if you want. Because I'm not changing my mind what I said yesterday. Yeah. I until the Bengals show me they can do something, and I think they probably will this week, they'll they'll beat the Ruther curse. I, I'm gonna take the Jets to cover. I'm gonna take the frisky Jets to cover too. Five the, the spread's going up. Yes, it's going up towards Cincinnati. Favor Cincinnati. I'm, no, I'm out. Just like the Jets are the Jets are just the Jets are nothing. The Jets are the the Jets, it's it's amazing that this is can be the state of a franchise in the NFL, but the jet, you know, when like late in the year, when a team plays spoiler, the jets come into week one, just trying to play spoiler. Cause like no one believes that they can do it. And, and I don't believe in the jets having any sort of halfway decent season. Um, so the jets attitude is like, let's spoil some years. And you're like, okay. Um, but until proven otherwise, this Bengals team fraudulent, No Instagram, no Twitter. That was the news locally here. Joe Burrow deleted it from his phone. Ooh, what happened to fucking Joey Cool? What happened to Joe Burr? What happened to the Joe memes? All last year, he's sharing all the memes, wearing all the necklaces. Oh, boy, the spotlight's on this year. Well, he's not, he's not posing like Burt Reynolds with like on, on, on cover with Bengals rugs and shit like that this year. 
He's not no more, no more dick out centerfolds. He's still on those apps, but he just deleted them from his phone. He said, look, I think coming back from that injury, I just, I don't know. I, I think like, it's not about preseason. Like people forget he was just, he was out of practice for weeks. Right. Like that appendectomy. Like I, he's still young. He's not Tom Brady. Brady's been doing this so long. Brady can take two weeks off to go to the Bahamas or whatever's going on with his drama with Giselle, which I hear from my girlfriend all the time. She's like, do you think they live in separate houses? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't even Why? hear that. Does he have Giselle drama? That's the rumor. Oh. According to my girlfriend from all now, the, t- the gossip is, yeah. is that Tom Brady and Giselle are like, she's pissed. That's what this all was. She's okay. pissed that he went back to play football again. Yes. And this is like, now they're like at that break, that breaking point possibly in their relationship. And supposedly she lives in a different house now because she's like, wow. fuck this. Whose basement is filled with dead babies, his or hers. Does she, does he still have to go to her place? It's a good question. I don't know. But back right, to Andy, now you're on, you're not on the TikTok, even though I'm trying to get you to the, and, and I'm, I'm demanding it this week. We need some Andy with your TikTok. Content. I'll be honest. Okay. Okay. Full disclosure, full disclosure. I watched a TikTok the it's a other big day. Leap. It's a big leap for you. It is a leap. So I was on my computer and I watched the TikTok video. I believe it was the Russell Wilson yeah. one, which I really Oh, Okay. Was- I was going to say, are you caught up? I was like, are you caught up in the Adam Levine drama that's everywhere? Yes. Again, significant other filling me all in on it. Yeah. Not that I want to, but I, I hear things. Right. So I, I, I'm privy to all this stuff. Anyway, I hopped on TikTok. I just clicked on comedy for a search. Yep. Which was a big mistake. Yeah. The, the first sure. like five just generic video. I know I sound like a boomer. And I was like, I'm just going to click on comedy. Let's see what they got. The first five that TikTok was pushing were the most unfunny videos. I, I was like, oh, comedy. Maybe I'll see a stand-up clip from a comedian I like. Or I'll see a sketch that's funny. It was like five videos of young kids doing things that just were not funny. And I, it, was not, it was not a good little, little test of TikTok for me. I'm sure there's great content on there. Well, I was just bringing it up because, you know, it, what happens is like I, the the difference between TikTok and all the other things is like when something's trending on TikTok, it's everything. For a week, it was literally all about corn. And you're like, what is this life? This week, 100%, the entire platform of TikTok this week, everything, every single video, 100% of the videos are about Adam Levine cheating on his wife. 100% of them. So I'm wondering, you know, that I feel like that's a similar world. Victoria's Secret supermodel wives like Tom Brady, Giselle and Adam Levine's wife probably know each other. You know, it's basically to me when you brought that up, I'm like, it's the same story. Yeah. So back to the Bengals. Yeah. We both are taking the Jets. Correct. Not to be the bearer of bad news, but this is the 19th time the Bengals have started 0-2. They've never had a winning season in the previous 18 when they started 0-2. Just, just an interesting fact. 
man. Randy Ruther is has a, is a very similar. I hate to do this to Randy. I love Randy. You know I'm rooting for Randy, right? But at this point, the Randy Ruther account is has a lot in common with he who shall not be named. Remember how fast the superstardom? Oh wow! The superstar. Wow. Get the ready super for those stardom, text messages. Get ready for those text. The superstardom with which he shall who shall not be named the Grizz. flew up the dirt ball rankings and flew up. It's like the con and then so quickly fell, you know, shined so bright, but burned out so fast. Randy Ruther just rode a Bengals Cinderella season into the dirty sports stratosphere. And it comes Oh, two to start the next year. Well, look, Joe, again, to be fair, they win if they win it's fine like like here's the thing the Bengals season i think they're going to win i think they're going to win the game by the way yeah if the Bengals the Bengals season almost you could put it down to this next 7 days because they have the jets sunday and then thursday night at home against miami right like my, my thing is like you start 1 and 3 that's a tough hole you start 2 and 2 you're fine you're totally fine sure and Cincinnati is going to be going crazy for that game. That is the all that's their first all white game with the white helmets. Ooh, that's a home game in Cincinnati. Thursday night football. Yeah. And, and, and listen, this is, it's funny because this is the Tua thing too, right? Like Tua, two and oh, let's say they, let's say they play a close game and they still lose. Let's say they really show us something in Buffalo and they still lose. There are a Thursday night loss from the Bengals away from being two and two and just being whatever again. True. Oh yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of good stuff. NFL. The NFL is amazing. Oh, it is. It really is. They're brilliant. All right, let's start moving along. Philly at Washington. Philly's looking good early. Yep. They're six and a half point favorites. I think they come back down to earth. I don't believe in Washington at all. Me I either. just know division game is tough on the road. I'm taking yeah. Washington. I'm with you. Uh, do you believe in Philly? Not sure yet. TBD. How? What? What is your belief level in Philly in terms of like what they're able, like? Like a lot. I I heard, I heard something that. And listen, d- trust me. I'm a Giants homer, no doubt about it. This is not me Giants homering. This is not me Philly hating. But after that performance on Monday night, I was watching, I don't know, Sports Center or whatever. Or maybe it was still the post game. Somebody said Philly's performance makes them the best team in the NFC East. And I was like, that's fine. That's fine. You know, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Giants fan sitting here 2 0 going, listen, it hurts, but it's fine. You can make that claim. But then the rest of the sentence was, and maybe the no. best team in the conference. No. And I was just like, that to me is ludicrous. So here's my thing on Philly. Their defense is looking great. Your quarterback is a giant question mark because of everything you and I say. Your quarterback has to run. Guys, come on. This is the modern NFL. Your quarterback, that's not a long-term plan. Maybe you can catch lightning in a bottle for a year. How does it work come playoffs when you have to make a throw? I don't care what anybody says. Lamar Jackson has one playoff win. When you I'm not even like, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not a Jalen Hurts fan or hater. Me either. Um, but 
I mean, I, I, you know, obviously I've been saying what you've been saying. That's kind of like Joe Prano, like standard take on this show is like, yeah, that's not a long-term plan, but also that aside, like, let's say he is healthy. Let's say it is fine. Let's say whatever, like to me, to watch the Eagles come out and be two and oh, and call them the best team in the conference to me, seems insane. And I know, you know, we have teams that are off and but like, I know the Packers have been fucking decimated week one, you know, but like, I, I'm not, I'm not the world's biggest Tom Brady bucks stand right now, but the way their defense is played, oh, you're going to, you're, yeah. you're going you're gonna to look at that bucks team, the way their defense is played and say, Philly's better than them. And that's what it comes down to. You know, you always say best player when it comes to NBA playoffs. Take that same strategy and put it to quarterbacks come NFL playoffs. And it's true. Okay, let's say you head in the playoffs. You have a great defense. They have a great defense. Okay, let's go to the quarterback position. Get out of here. Jalen Hurts versus somebody like a Tom Brady. And and I'm not a Jalen Hurts hater. He looked great. He's playing great. Their team is playing great. I'm not buying it, though. I'm just not buying it. I don't think they cover this week. I think they're brought down the earth a little this week. Me too. I'm with you. All right. Your boy, Jameis 101, and his boy, Jameis Winston, travel to Carolina. The Saints are three-point favorites. Do Baker Mayfield and the Panthers start 0-3? No. Joey. No. Chill. Money. Line. Jameis Winston. Hating. Pick of the week. I think the Panthers straight up win this game. Here's the thing about the Panthers. They've looked bad, but they've also been in those games. True. The teams that they've lost to, you're like, bro, I mean, you know, you're losing to that that Browns team week one in the the Baker revenge game. You t- a tough loss to the Giants and, and, and who everybody's calling. And by the way, we love it. We love being the, the worst 2-0 team in history. We we fucking love it. We add it to our put, raise the banner. Worst team to ever win the Super Bowl. Give me it. Give me it. It's all I I've never seen anything like the 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 lack of respect the Giants get just historically whenever they do anything good. But the Panthers have been in those games. And I'll just I'll just straight up this straight up say it. I think Jameis Winston gets benched for Andy Dalton at some point in this season. And this is the beginning of that. I think the Panthers win this game. Interesting. On the road, Jameis on the road in a division game. Well, the pressure's on Jameis after last week. But Andy's got a broken back. He had to, he had to have a backy out of me. Every part of me wants to agree with you. But is this just my Jameis Winston just hate Mine coming is. Out? Mine's my Jameis Winston hate. But I believe it. I believe he's fucking bad. I mean, if the Panthers start 0-3, Matt Rule, is he's suddenly on the chopping block. He 100% should be. Fuck it. I'm going to ride with you. I don't need... By the way, I'm not a Baker believer. I'm Me not. Me either. Baker's better than Jameis. I'll say it. I don't know if I'm ready to say that. We have eight years of Jameis. It is crazy to think this is year eight. I know. 
This is year eight. I don't know what's crazier, that it's year eight or that some dude wrote a book that he should be in the Hall of Fame after year four. What's amazing, too. Here's what's amazing. Jameis and Baker have a lot. So, you know, the whole the whole idea behind the book is that Jameis gets an unreasonable amount of hate, that Jameis is so much better than the press and the media and fans and coaches and everybody that's ever watched football gives them. Baker will be Baker won't be a starting quarterback for eight years. Baker won't get the leash that Jameis Winston has gotten. You're right. It's a good point. He won't. Not even close. All right, we're both going to take Carolina. Next game is kind of an interesting one. Jacksonville at the Rams. Seven-point Rams home favorites. I'm sorry, not Rams. Chargers. My apologies on that. The Chargers are seven-point favorites. Justin Herbert, torn, ripped cartilage in his ribs, day-to-day. I just, this spread is too big for me. I'm with you, man. What is, like, risky Jags, backdoor fucking, backdoor Trevi. I, I just, I just, even, even if he's healthy, like, their defense is showing up. Backdoor Trev, we're 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 the same. This, this we don't even have to talk about. It. That's that spread seems crazy. Yeah, it's nuts to me. With a guy with with a dated with a rib cartilage issue. Yeah, it's an insane spread. All right, Rams at cards. Rams are three and a half point favorites. I know the Cardinals had a great comeback last week. I don't care. Where is this game? It's in Arizona. Ooh, tough. I think it goes hot cold sometimes with Kyler Murray and with also Cliff Kingsbury in that offense. For that reason, I'm taking the Rams to win and cover. I don't like the half point hook. In I fact, I hate it. I hate it. And it makes me want to take the Cardinals. But the reason I'm not is oh my God, did Sean McVay have. Kyler Murray figured out in that playoff game last year. Oh my God. Yeah. And for that reason, I'm going to go with you and take the Rams, but I do not like that. This could be a field goal game. Yeah. I don't, I, I wouldn't touch this game. Could be actually... a backdoor Murray. I would never bet it. Correct. No, I would never bet it. And the, not, only, yeah. and the only reason on paper, if, if, if I, if I had amnesia and could only judge these teams based on this year, I would take the Cardinals. Yeah. But, oh my God! Did Sean McVay have fucking Kyler Murray figured out last year? Sure. Or the defensive coordinator, whoever that was. Right. Anyway, as a team. All right. Falcons, Seahawks, in Seattle. This game is a push right now. I think the Falcons win this game. The Falcons have been frisky. Yeah. Frisky Falcons. I would agree with you. Seattle's dog shit. That's why. Everybody going nuts for that week one win. Seattle's not good. And they're not going to be good. Atlanta wins and covers. All right. This is a fun one. Same thing. We're at a push. Packers Bucks in Tampa. Now, let me ask you something, Andy. Why isn't why aren't the Bucks favored in this game? I don't know. It's a good question. 
because I don't know the answer to that question, I'm taking the Packers. Yeah. I guess Vegas is telling me the Packers can win this game. I believe. I believe in Vegas. I don't I like to me, it seems like the Bucs should be three point favorites in this game. I'm gonna take the Bucs to be different. Yeah. I agree with you. And Tom Brady eating babies we trust. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. Sunday night football. I did the 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 post game handshake helmet hug between Brady and fucking Aaron Rodgers. Just talking about baby blood and ayahuasca. Could be good. Could be good. They so if, that, if the Bucs win, you know, does Rodgers run out? Man, that baby blood's working, huh? He's like, yeah, man. Get off the DMT. Sunday night football. Even Joe Rogan can't get his hands on baby blood. Good luck with the alpha brain, though. And he just runs away. Sunday night football. Elk meat. Human baby meat, bro. Peace out. See you in the playoffs. Minute you said baby blood and ayahuasca. Roscoe just popped his head in the room. What you eating over there, fam? You want baby blood and ayahuasca? Can you imagine a dog on that? What do you think a dog would see on ayahuasca? I have no idea. Just All right. Like, just like a city of bones. Sunday night football. Captain Cringe. Formerly known as Mr. Unlimited. Currently known as Mr. Let's Ride. Limited. Yeah. Is an under, underdog at home. No faith in the Broncos against the Niners. One and a half points. Against the Jimmy G Niners team. Dude, the, dude, I'll say this about Jimmy G because we didn't even really talk about the Trey Lance situation. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. One, it I, I briefly touched on it. This is why you and I say you quarterbacks can't be running. Prime example. Yeah. Starting off the game with up the middle runs with get your the quarterback. Fuck out, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But I think they have a better chance to go farther in the playoffs. We, we know what you're going to get with Jimmy G. We don't know what we're going to get with Trey Lance. Uh, so this is, and I've talked to Andy Laz about this a lot, and I agree absolutely with his take and your take and everybody else's take. I actually think that Jimmy G probably makes you a better team, but he's less dynamic. Correct. And you, and you probably can't win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. It's honestly very Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernicky. It's like, your ceiling with Alex Smith was only so high. You were never winning a Super Bowl with Alex Smith. You were probably not getting into a Super Bowl with Alex Smith. Colin Kaepernick got you there. You almost won one. A little bit more dynamic. I agree. I think the Niners would be better off long-term having Trey Lance play right now. But short-term, in terms of winning, win total this year. If that was your only bar. Total wins in this regular season. I think Jimmy G makes you raises that number. And also decreases your potential of winning the Super Bowl. Does that make sense? Correct. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one and a half point 49ers favorites. It's in Denver. Big game. With my Italian boy, I ride. You think that? Niners winning cover. The Niners. Hey, Jimmy G, a fuck a fat girl. 
you know, I, I don't want to take the Broncos because I'm not seeing anything right now offensively from Captain Cringe that makes me want to take them. But I think it'd be fun for the show if I did. Okay. So I'll take Captain Cringe. Pressure's going to be on big time if they start one and two. You know, this season's weird. Same way with the Niners, man. They could start one and two. Although the Niners started slow last year. I would say the Niners can start slow and rebound. I don't think the conversely, I don't think the Broncos can. If the Broncos yeah. start one and two, I think things start getting out of control. Which is what I think happens. I've never believed in this Broncos playoff potential the entire time. All right, Monday Night Football. Our Monday Night Football game is going to be presented by Miller Lite, Joe. Oh, you're telling me. I dare somebody to enjoy more Miller Lights than I do on Monday Night Football between the Giants, the New York Football Giants, and the Dallas Cowboys from East Rutherford. I'm to get me. I'm 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 still working on getting myself out to that game. Still working on it. Remarkable how few people are interested in going to a Monday night football game with me. Miller light giants football. It's a tradition for Joe Prano. Unlike no other. Absolutely true. How many great memories do you have of Miller? It's actually where the, it's where the, it's where the real love came from. Cause it's like, you need an easy drinking. Want it, you know, it used to be now it's 10 AM in Los Angeles a lot of times, but it used to be just a 1 PM, you know, Crack a beer at 1 p.m. Is there a better beer to crack at 1 p.m. to watch some football than the original light beer? It's like it's like they went into a laboratory and they were like, we need to create a 1 p.m. beer. And they did. And it changed the world. BL and AL. That's the only way I look at time before light and after light. It changed the world. Changed my world, that's for sure. And now, the nerves before a Monday night football game with the potential to go 3-0 and at home. I'm still going to start at 1 p.m. Just make sure I got my nerves right. Well, Get guys, your nerves right. Drink Miller Lite. There you go. Football season brings back the big hits, so reach for the biggest hit of them all. Miller Lite. You can find Miller Lite pretty much everywhere beer is sold or go to MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Very close spread here. Your New York Giants are one point favorites. Not Giants win them cover. Come on. Cooper Rush, not against this defense. We're not the we're not the Cincinnati Bengals. We're not frauds. This defense is for real. I don't know about our offense, but I know one thing: Giants Stadium, MetLife, Turnt fans, Saquon, prime time. Eli Peyton Manning cast is back. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I don't know. Is 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 Eli and Peyton back? Or I believe are... they are. No, no, no. Or is Peyton and Chad back? Fast Chad. How great is Eli Manning? Chad Powers. Ch- Eli Manning is like think- the can't. 
Eli Manning is like the Keanu Reeves of former NFLers now. A lot of, lot of, lot of Eli hate when he was playing. Now everybody's just like, he's the best. We love him. You think he really ran a five four when they Probably. did that? Probably. I want to know how many co- if if other coaches were in on it because obviously the James Franklin Penn State head coach was in on it. I wonder yeah. if some of the other coaches didn't know. Still looked pretty good throwing that ball around too. Yeah, of course, his footwork looked great. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say the Giants win and Let's cover. Let's go! I, I just Monday Night Football and Cooper Rush now is two and zero as a starter. Actually, I don't think Cooper. In my opinion, Cooper Rush didn't look terrible. No, he didn't. I, I think he's a formidable backup. Yeah, but welcome to the Big Blue Wrecking Crew. Good luck with that defense, though, man. That fucking Micah Parsons, and he gets off the ball, bro. Yeah, don't worry. We're going to neutralize him with Saquon Barkley. Well, good luck, because I think Daniel Jones, I don't know if you can make a play on this surprise pick. I'm going to call it right now. Huge Micah Parsons pass rush. We're going to set it up nicely. Whoop, screen, Saquon, gone. Long Saquon screen touchdown. Prano predicts. Okay. I see it. Through my crystal ball, Prenostradamus, a 40-ish, a 40-plus yard Saquon screen to the house. All right. Well, that's our week three picks. Give us a call. Going to have to wrap it up here. 310-359-8365 is our hotline. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok now at The Dirty Sports. You can DM me at Andy Ruther on all social you can follow me at Joe Prano on all social media, except for Twitter, where I'm still at Fix Your Life. Shout out to Double Zacks. Both Zacks coming out to the show last night in Brooklyn. Uh, stay on JoePrano.com for shows, adding shows here on my New York run. We got some at the stand next week. Uh, between now and then, it may look empty, but just keep refreshing and keep following me on Instagram at Joe Prano as shows will be added. And I always love it when dirt balls come out, especially here in a home city of New York. All right. That's our show, guys. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back in a few days. And as always, stay dirty.